am I starting this week? Because I ain't going to lie, I don't know none of this music. <laughs> this is just the, the biggest difference between ATL right. <laughs> and going all I the way just, to LA. I, I don't know this music. <laughs> that's disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, that's the name of the fucking movie. That's nah, but movie. that's the Atlanta boys. But just play some Ice Cube shit. I'm actually find the song that they ended the movie with. If I can find it, I just played it. See, I don't remember, to be honest. I just played this shit. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And now, the wondrous world of... Hey, come to Los Angeles. You and your family can have peace and tranquility. It doesn't sound like that. There is one slow song. My name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Oh, wow, this song does sound like that. It does start like that. Yeah. That's funny as hell. Hey, man, that's old shit for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, we in here for another episode, man. We are back. We are back in full effect. We got the candles. King shit today. Listen, man. New levels, new terrain. Listen, they said we couldn't use the studio right now. I said, wait, I got a backup. I saw this room and I said, I got a plan for it. Right? Will y'all like it? I have no idea. I hope y'all receive it. I hope y'all receive it. I'm fucking, I pray that y'all receive it. Oh, I'm fucking with it. You fucking with it. You fucking with it. That's all that matters. They just gotta fuck with the content. Oh, man. That's it, man. We're taking y'all to the West Coast today. We're taking y'all to the West Coast if you hear the music. See the shirts. You got the same fucking shirt on. Yo, you see what's going on. You got the same shirt on. Everybody at YouTube. Yeah. But listen, man, I'll go ahead and intro that so we don't get copyright infringement. I'm going to get some licensing, guys. I promise you it's going to happen soon. But yes, man, this is another episode. Episode number three of Blastic with your host, Louis B., your boy K Rob. We, we are here. back for another yes. one. This week's movie, Boys in the Hood. With a Z, right? Yeah. With Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be transparent with you. <laughs> ATL was one of the movies that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not from LA, I'm not from South Central. So I'm not going to sit here and act. It's a definitely a blastic because uh-huh. we know what the movie did. Right. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm just well-versed in it. I've seen yeah. it countless times. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I know it to a certain degree. But does, is it something that truly resonates with me? I'm not going to say it do. But this movie is definitely still a motherfucking blastic. Well, since we're telling some truths, I'm going to tell some truths, too. This is the first time I've seen this movie in its entirety when we decided we were going to do it. So I've probably seen this all three or four times. And you know, you know what? I'm going to be transparent. Because at first, I, when you when we was trying to figure out the next movie to do, and you said Boys in the Hood, I said, okay. Then you said, yeah, man, I ain't never seen it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching it. I said, wait, what are we doing this for then? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but... But then I thought about it and I said, well, eventually we're going to get to the point where... We are doing movies that aren't so familiar, so we do have to really watch these movies as like, <laughs> like first-time viewers. And um, not only that, like we're not just looking at the movie if we haven't seen it before. We're not just looking at it one time and then coming in here to try to give y'all a synopsis about it. We've at least looked at it four times, guys. Yeah. But me, he's probably looked at it about four times. I've seen it. 
countless times over my life. But like I said, it's just not one of them that just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? I may not, I'm going to keep saying resonate. Right. <laughs> may not just resonate but with But see, it. the wild part is, even though I've seen it about three or four times, um, you know, as, as of recently, I didn't realize how um, familiar with the plots of the movie that as I am. You know, Rick looking guy! right that <laughs> just social media, uh, don't be a menace while drinking your juice to South. Like you oh, you're not man. you're not realizing like, oh, this is where this is coming from. But once we, we get, get to it. those blastics. Right, 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 right. But uh, I didn't realize man. how I was familiar with it. But we're gonna go to the movie though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um shit, boys in the hood. We all know it. Especially infamous for that damn saxophone solo that they be having playing throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like you they just know somebody about to die. You know somebody is about to die in the most extreme way possible. It's, it's, it's like it's it's almost like Jaws music. Yeah, it's good job with me. Somebody about to get killed. It's really sad. It's, it's really so We starting off laughing, but the shit really sad, yo. Listen, man. The movie starts... I ain't even gonna get into that right now. I am jumping the gun. It is time for Black Facts. Motherfucking Black Facts. Okay, so Black Facts. We're gonna run down the cast first. Of course, it got <coughs> Cuba Good Jr., Lawrence Fishburne, Ice Cube, Neil Long, Regina King, and it got a special appearance by fine-ass Angela Bassett. Mm. Goddamn. So anyway, the director, John Singleton, developed the film as a uh, requirement for an application to a film school. In like uh, 1986, he sold the script to Columbia Pictures hmm. upon graduation in 1990. That's hmm. why. The film is notable for featuring breakout roles for Ice Cube, Cuba Gooden Jr., Morris Chestnut, and Nia Long. So it's pretty much like their first couple of movies. Okay. It grossed fifty-seven point five million in North America on a six point five million budget. I'm a so, numbers guy. Say that one more time. It, I was excited by that. It grossed fifty-seven million on a six million budget. That means it was a hit. I don't know how I feel about. I like it. You grossed more than nine times what you spent on it. That's good. That's almost ten times what you spent. No, no, on that's it. good. But it's just the idea comparing it to we just did Love Jones and that failed and then this was like just the idea of what the movie is That's what I'm I'm glad it you know did what it did but it's like ooh, it was just I guess it's the tone of the movie but anyway yeah in 2002 the United States Library of Congress deemed it culturally historical or or aesthetic oh goddamn I'm fucking up that word y'all <laughs> what's that word y'all aesthetically significant there you selected go. Yes, for sir. preservation in the national film registry yes, so that's an sir. important film that's gonna go out and so, honestly going back to that point I think the reason why that movie just went crazy like it did is based on that time if you think ni- 1991 right yeah 1991 see the 90 and 91 91 okay so yeah, 91 if we thinking at that time, man, gang violence is at its head. Right. Drug use is at its head. South Central LA or whatever that is, no disrespect, is at its head. Like, niggas, you walk outside, you might be liable to get shot if a nigga stops on your corner mm-hmm. and just keeps going. He might spin the block again. Right. Like, I think it resonated with them so so much, and that's why it did so well. I know for a fact it did well out there. 
because it was definitely their depiction of life. I just want to throw that out. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I get it. I get it. It just kind of was a side off thing. Yeah. But the role of Doughboy was specifically written for Ice Cube. Mm. Singleton actually met him while working on the Arsenio Hall show as an intern. And he pretty much was like, hey, man, I got a movie for you. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, man, we'll see. So that was pretty dope. And the studio didn't know Ice Cube was a rapper at the time. I don't know how that, or at least they didn't know he was part of Listen, NWA. That, that, that's, I wish I had a Roger and Ebert review of, of Boys in the Hood. I should have looked for one. But listen, it, it just goes to show you how blind they can be. Like, it's so many, might know, good so though, many Caucasians that don't know black entertainers. That might have been good and it worked in his favor because they might have been like, fuck no. Mm. I don't know what, what, what was don't, popping at the Ice time, Cube, but. he was one of them ones where. You know, we can say what we want to say about the movie, acting-wise, plot-wise, how you feel about it. But Ice Cube was one of them ones, especially if that was his first movie. He was one of them ones where you could look at that and say, he's got something. This was coming off Fuck the Police, though. though. This is coming off Fuck the Police. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you think these white folks going to give this man a movie if you're saying Fuck the Police? This, I'm not talking about after. Fr- I'm not talking about after Friday. I see what you're saying. Yeah, interesting. But that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Everything else just kind of be going back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I did think it was dope that they said he actually shot John Singleton. Actually, shot the movie in order. So actually, as you watch the movie, oh. he progressed as a director. They usually don't do that. I've that's always wanted. I've always wanted to just know how people do shit like that mm-hmm. I know everybody films shit in just different times but I've always wondered if there was somebody that made something the way that they saw it because that literally means that the way that he saw it mm-hmm. maybe he was not writing on the go because the script is already done before mm-hmm. that but I don't know I guess even like everything the hairstyles and shit with different they didn't change shit now that I'm thinking about it they didn't have yeah yeah Mm. It probably helps as an actor, though. I think it yeah. helps as an actor too, because you because you can follow it easier. Right. That makes so it's sense. not that's like good. that's good. My boy just got shot, but then I'm sitting looking at this nigga the next day, and it's like, okay, now I'm just, yeah, yeah. That's, that's your job anyway, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's pretty much it on that. That's pretty much it on that. So you know, we got the cast. We got some. Oh. John Singleton was the youngest black person, or youngest director anyway, nominated for uh, Best Director at the 64th Academy Awards. Oh, shit. He was the youngest person, and the first of African American to be nominated for Best Director, so nice, nice, nice. Rest in peace, And while, yeah, well, I was about to say, while we had it, rest in peace, John Singleton, I promise you, your, your legacy, the impact that you've, 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 you've laid, it's not forgotten. We got to do all his movies, man. We, we got to do a lot of your movies. All of them. Poetic Justice is coming. Right. Higher Learning, I cannot right. fucking wait. Right. Like we, we got a whole baby boy. It's a shit ton, right. Shab. We got to yeah. get to him. So Love I can't it. wait to get to him. Uh, rest in peace to you, my good sir. Man, even Snowfall. He ain't watched it yet. But I'm going to have to get... We're we going to start doing some series. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting how we intricate... In, in how we sorry guys how we introduce series into this because mm-hmm. some definitely some series that are blastics that we have to get into so yes, i'm ready man i'm ready i'm yes, ready okay. i'm ready let's go ahead and get into the scene by scene breakdown sorry that y'all did not get a scene by scene breakdown on youtube last week 
technical difficulties, but we are back. We are here. Scene by scene breakdown. Promise that you are getting it. Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and start with the most dramatic shit ever. Sounds of gunshots and fire ring out to bring in the movie. They ain't even show the production logo for you. Thanks, I was like, ah. Them niggas just said, they said, yo, one out of every 21 black Americans will be murdered in their lifetime. And most will be by another black male. I said, that what kind so, of shit is this to start a movie? We laugh about the sound, but that is so fucking sad, bro, to, to see that, bro. <sighs> And then to just start off here and just niggas beefing. Oh, it's the saddest thing ever. Oh, my God. Quick question. Was that like, was that part of the movie? Was that any of the characters? Because it sounded like Morris Chestnut. any of the characters say that? I don't know. It sounded like Morris Chestnut, but I couldn't really But I'm sure they probably probably just did like some. Random niggas, yeah. Yeah, some little ADR, maybe. It sounded like Morris Chestnut. I couldn't Mm. tell if they were like kind of. Uh, flash forward it so you hear it but then actually say, I don't know but it hmm. that's sad though I was thinking that too I was like damn y'all just gonna go straight into it right yeah damn. and then from there we're introduced to an infamous stop sign which I don't I don't know the I don't, I don't really know the meaning of the stop sign well I think it was stop it's, the violence it's, it's you, you gotta think about like it was, you heard the violence and then the first thing you saw was stop oh that's smart that's some Spike I Lee shit, shit. I said, well, I've seen that shit I, I, yeah how close was John Singleton to Spike Lee John Singleton actually approached Spike Lee and when he was a kid and said, I'm going to be a director. So I asked because he kind of approached. He was like, all right, kid, okay, whatever. Once again, to you, my good sir, rest right. in peace. Right, 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 right. Um, so from there, we're, we're shown this very nasty look. I just want to kind of talk about South Central L.A. You visited. Be careful. We got people out there. That is very true. Listen, okay. all I wanted to say was it's something that I'm scared of. Like the movie, even though I felt like it was overly dramatized, I feel like I would not want to be in South Central LA in the 90s. Oh, in yeah, the 90s. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'll stay in Atlanta. I'll stay in Atlanta. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but just to see how much violence, especially with gang violence just being such a big thing, like that was kind of, you know, one of the main things of the movie. So <sighs> I, but as a yeah, I agree with you, man. It's probably it's probably more it probably was more realistic than dramatic in the movie. But I've been mm. there and I was kind of on that fence, like oh my, it's, it's gonna be wild. And then I got there and I was like, <laughs> niggas is playing oh. double dutch outside. Oh, it was just <laughs> niggas out here doing wild shit. I mean, you know not to do certain shit. Yeah, but you know, I've, yeah. It, I've been through there. So from there, we are introduced to uh, young Trey Styles, who is basically the main character. Can of this I say movie. something about them, them niggas' names? Why do these niggas sound like superheroes or rappers? <laughs> Trey Styles, Furious Styles, like Dope Boy. <laughs> no, I mean specifically these Ricky, niggas sound like superheroes. You should just call him Ricky Man. <laughs> these niggas sound like superheroes. Like, Ricky really Man, <laughs> Dope Boy, and Trey Styles. Hey, that's it's hard. The, it's the style shit that's getting. Is that his actual? I don't know if that's this nigga's actual name. Trey right? Styles. And too cool, styles. Right. We're introduced to him, and uh, you know, I guess he seemed like a cool kid at first, but I guess he's a kid that has a temper. Obviously, you know, you don't want to fuck with him because uh, you do fuck with him, and he 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 whooped the nigga ass real quick with a ruler. I was confused at that because I, it, it seemed like it came seem, out of nowhere, right? It, it didn't seem like that was the type of nigga they kept saying it. But I think that is what the school system does. The mm. guy pushed him 
in school. He's like, man, fuck your daddy. My daddy kill your daddy. Yeah, that's how you're going to respond. Yeah. But then it didn't like, it didn't carry over to older Trey. So I didn't understand. Older Trey was so cool, calm, and collected. And they tried to make this other nigga seem like he was a badass nigga that needed to I, go and stay with his I mom. I think that was, I think I that was. stay with his a, dad. I think that was a common, like they were commenting on how they do black kids or black young men in school. Because I mm. don't, I really, that's I, I, that's one thing I could not, and I was like, I don't see it. Like, he, he went off, but that's because he was pushed to go off. But, that was his last time that he was mm -hmm. able to go off. According to his mom, we find out that they had an agreement, and he's broken the agreement because he's gone crazy one too many times. So this is it. It's time to go stay with your damn daddy, as mm -hmm. they always say. Kevin, staying with your daddy. Mm-hmm. Is that's that true. fun? Is that ever fun? Was that ever fun? To be a hundred percent, why is this? I only stayed with my stigma? daddy for a summer, bro. <laughs> and that shit was fun, dog. Yeah. yeah okay. What? My daddy can tell me shit. But see, they they try to throw go stay with your damn daddy on you like it's punishment. And sometimes I, it can be punishment I, I if you're not see, in the household with him. I didn't see it that way in the movie. There was a line specifically where she was like to him he was like well you're right i can't teach him how to be a man and that's so what i don't I think like it was about a, it yeah i don't think it was a punishment for that and i went with my dad for a summer mm -hmm. but i'm pretty sure people do yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like, oh, i don't want to go over there nah. <laughs> like, that's just the worst thing you could ever do to me <laughs> but can i tell you like how young Lawrence fishburne looks in this movie like I've seen him in like one other movie like this, but we're so used to him seeing like middle age on up to he's mm -hmm. probably like fifties. Look good in that movie, ain't he? Yeah, you know? he, not, that's a brother you know? that. Yeah, no handsome. You know, brother. you know the nigga movie. handsome. I said, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, what do you say? Handsome? That's when they used to call him Larry Fishburne. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now nah, niggas learn. How the fuck niggas just change their names like that? Puffy, because that's Diddy, age. Sean Combs. Well, that's age for him. You can't call a nigga Larry at this. <laughs> Even that's still an old name too, though. So I don't know. Yeah. Remember, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, um, now it's time for my boy to go stay with his dad. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of if he if he really wanted to. I guess it's seen as a punishment, so he didn't really want to. He first gets there, he's tasked with <laughs> a chore, which that shit would have pissed me the fuck off to see everybody playing, all my friends I ain't seen in years, and then I have to damn rake up leaves. Right. Raking leaves? No, I'm cool. And right. then he was, his dad was one of them do shit by the book, like do it my way or it's not the right way. Like he gave him a specific way to do the, to rake up the leaves, where to put them. You can't half-ass it. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the type and of nigga And that should just teach him. He's like, you can't that's come the, in till you done. That's the type of Took nigga I Took that nigga be. all damn day. He right. went back in and it was nighttime. Nigga had leaves in his head and shit when he was getting <laughs> in the shower. I was like, now come on, nigga. You ain't work that hard. There's leaves in your head. Yeah, you, but yeah, man. At this, the first, the first night, bro, the first night he's there, like staying there, a nigga busts in the house. I was just about to say, listen, that's God, it. bro. And see, I didn't know if through the movie if that was supposed to be the first night because I just started questioning everything at that point. You mm -hmm. never know how they jump skip, but I thought about it and I said, if they were smart, this would be the first night that he was there. So I the first I, night me, the first of night. you being there, you get you somebody breaking into your house. Man, listen, I haven't had nothing like that happen to me. And like I said, I just feel like certain shit was the norm back then, especially living out there. Mm -hmm. So I could only imagine just 
Just trying to live your life, bro. And niggas just come in on some stupid shit. He ain't even want nothing. Nah, you I mean, he, can't, just, he can't really can get you nothing. You couldn't get shit. What, what no. was the point? As soon as a nigga shoot, you run out. Mm-hmm. Finish the job. Mm-hmm. That's what niggas need to do now. He sure got Finish his ass, the job. He sure got his ass out that door before he started shooting, though. Because <laughs> he was on the other side of the door by the time he got the nah, stuff. He, I don't know. He, he was, knew Furious was packing some shit that he wasn't and, packing. And I feel like he was kind of, I think he was nervous as well. I don't think he wanted, he didn't want to shoot that brother because it comes up in a second. He really didn't mm-hmm. want, I think he just wanted to scare that brother. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And then after that, you know, we, um, let me see where we at after that. Shit, shit, shit. He called the police. Shit. We we definitely got to get to the police, though. We got we got to get when he called the police. Because that, that's that. also important with this, too. Just right. being around in South Central L.A. where LAPD is not the fondest of black people. Took him an hour to get there. Took him an hour to get there. You get there. Oh, he left. Oh, did you shoot him? No. Mm. Oh, we ain't even got to file a report. Cool. Cha-ching. Like, right. what the fuck are you talking about, fam? But did you notice in the scene, um, the black dude was really one showing his ass. Really, the white guy was just like, well, we ain't got to file a report. But he that's didn't say it, much of nothing. That's something that goes into, like, the Uncle Tomism mm-hmm. that they used to have back then. That's going off on another tangent, but... Mm-hmm. Man, Man, and I will say certain things that they did in this movie, they did a great job at at really depicting, um, you know, just certain situations. And of course, they're going to tackle police brutality, uh, police neglect, shit, gang violence and all of that. So, yeah, yeah, that was a great part. Um, Trying to think, where do we go next? That's wild. That's wild. Where do we go next? So pretty much after that. We're introduced to his friends, mm-hmm. um, which are the young versions, which I'm not going to stay too far on these because it's not really not the important part. But I think it was important like when they got together and they uh, seen the dead body. Yeah, that's why. It's that, so that's weird. why we wanted to see them as kids. That's really it's it. So, I mean, but I think they stayed on them long enough. And I think mm-hmm. I, I think they I was like, they stayed on them long enough. They, they weren't the best of actors, but I don't get into that. And But it's very important that you start off as kids. You mm-hmm. start them off because they were so used to the, the the gang violence. Oh, his daddy shot somebody. They were just so excited about the shit. They didn't yeah. even ask him, well, you okay? He shot a nigga. Right. Um, yeah, it's, they were just so ready to fight kids, fighting grown-ass people. It's really wild how they grew up, man. And I think it's important to note, too, it was good... Um, to get that scene from the kids with them seeing the dead body. Have you ever seen a dead body? Not me. You asking me? Yeah. Or are you saying you saying a line from the movie? No, no, no. Have you ever seen one? Well, shit. Well, yeah, I mean, double on time. No, no, I ain't in the yeah. <laughs> in the streets. No, 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 not in the, <laughs> not in the streets. No, I've never seen it. I've seen it at funerals and shit. But mm-hmm. nah, then no. That's what I'm saying. That's wild. That's yeah. wild, bro. But getting back to the friends, like, um, pretty much, you know, we introduced the Doughboy and Ricky. So Doughboy. He he he's your your street guy. Even though he's young, you can tell he's always into some shit. He loves being into some shit. Always trying to get into some shit. And then you have Ricky, who is just obnoxiously football. throwing a fucking football for no fucking reason. I had to set the nigga was a football player <laughs> with a jersey on. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's they, a football phenom on the on the rise. So yeah, he uh he's a good football player. Right. Um. All of these things are important to note as we go up the timeline. Right, right. So, uh, pretty much after that, you know, we're introduced to who Doughboy really is, which is, like I said, a nigga always trying to get into some shit. And um, I think as Ashtray and... uh, No, actually... I feel like we're missing one more cat. 
one other cat, but I forget his name. Actually, I'm missing something. Whole I'm. I need to go back. So, Trey, which is a great scene. Trey and his dad at the beach talking about sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fam, when this nigga said, "Yo, you you know what sex is?" He said, "Yeah." Put my thing in her and babies come out. I, see, I remember when I was a kid I was and I like, first seen mm. that scene. I laughed so hard. But I mean, when I watched it at 26, I said, the little nigga was right. He, he I was mean, on to Technically, something. but I, <laughs> he technically was right. But he, I guess the daddy wanted like a more uh, expansive answer, I guess. Oh, I my God. It's the know. responsibility he of was throwing so years. But he was throwing so much right. on Buddy. But you got to realize that, that young nigga grew up a little different. Uh, so I, I guess that's why he was throwing so much on that young nigga, I guess. Yeah. And I, I think they did a good job at just showing how fathers probably maybe should be, even if it's just the simple thing of being present. Like, be present and want to be present. I think Fury's always wanted to be in his life. And he felt like his mom may have deterred that a little bit. But he always wanted to be in his life. So, fathers out there, Mm -hmm. be intentional with your kids. And I wonder how old that brother was. He had to be by my He had to be late 20s. He couldn't, he could not have been like 40. No, of course he wasn't 40. He had to be like 29, 28. Maybe so, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, but then after that, after they had that scene, which I think is pretty cool, you know, he highlights him on what sex is, the serious shit that comes with it, what really comes with being a man, yada, yada, yada. We get back, they get back home and they, uh, they see that Doughboy's, uh, going to jail. He's going to juvenile. It's time to get, uh, it's time to get locked up. He was right. They, they robbed the gas station, right? He said, we're going to the gas, but you ain't got no money. I'm going anyway. I was like, this nigga's finna go steal some candy. <laughs> That's what happened, yeah. So I think it's pretty good that, um, well, pretty cool how they just went from that scene. Because one of my questions when I saw it as I got older, I was like, wait, did he go to juvenile for seven years? Or are they just skipping seven years ahead? And then when I watched it when I got older, I said, oh, they skipped seven years ahead. And then they told us that he'd gotten out and went back in he's just been in and out of jail in those right. past seven years so they did right. like a nice little transition of going into adulthood um and now we're at like a cookout because doughboy is out of jail <laughs> he goes into jail as a kid comes out of jail uh as a damn near teenager i think everybody's what everybody's, in college yeah like, everybody's in high school now they gra- they're taking they're the graduating. Yeah, they're graduating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, I think everybody's a senior in college. Well, senior in high senior school. Senior high now. school, yeah. yeah. That was a dope transition because, I, like I said, they, they sat with those kids longer than I thought. Yeah, so they was at the party at the little cookout. Characters are older mm-hmm. now. Seniors in high school, like did I you said, like, celebrating did, them getting home from jail. What's up? Did you did, did you like what Cuba was wearing at that shirt? No. Did you think that shit was clean? Bro? No. I didn't think But that if you play clean. San Andreas, you notice that they mimic Ash... They, I'm about to say Ashtray. Jesus. <laughs> it's time to do Don't what's Be a Menace. What's his name? What's his, uh, <laughs> Trey, 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 Trey. Trey style. Listen, they, they mimicked his little shirt in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. If you play the game, it's a nigga that walks around as a pedestrian pedestrian with that shirt on <laughs> it's like, so you know. interesting but i i didn't like that shit yeah, i didn't like I didn't, even for a nine, i didn't like that shirt at all but i guess that was some like high class slang. shit because he worked at like a nice little store but go oh, ahead yeah. i'm sorry but yeah they have a little party um trey basically nah so at this party we're introduced to a couple more characters um mm-hmm. we get to see neil long's character mm-hmm. 
Which I don't know, man. I guess, you know, as a teen, she just looked different. Or I think makeup was just really bad back then. I'm going to go with the no, latter because Nia Long always look good. That makeup that they had back then in the 90s was just not working. But, yeah, we see all them. Um, Jada King, Nia Long. And I'm trying to think, is there anything really special from that scene outside of I everybody Trey, just getting they back together? They introduced that Trey has a kid at that moment. The little you mean boy. Ricky. Nigga, Ricky, yes, Ricky. Yes, so the, Again, this is my third or fourth time seeing it, yeah. <laughs> so to continue on with the story, yeah, we see that Ricky has a kid, mm-hmm. um, which is it's pretty important. Oh. Kid, baby mama at this point. So now, you know what? Your quest to be a football star becomes even more right. important. Right. I think also what I noticed in the scene, they have a whole sit down conversation while they're playing cards. Ice Cube and other characters in the scene, mm-hmm. they're talking about AIDS. Huh. That's a deep conversation. I, th- I think that was right around that time. He's like, you fucking all these crackheads, these baseheads, and you're going to get AIDS, man. I can't get AIDS. They just suck my dick. I think Damn. that had something to do around that time. Because I mm. think that's when it was most prevalent. And <coughs> I'm assuming Easy e died before then. I wonder. I'm just thinking out loud now. I mm. think that was something that they did... Um, Purposely, because they had a whole conversation, like at least a five-minute conversation by AIDS. Damn, maybe not that long, <laughs> but that I thought that was pretty dope to, to point mm. out there. But yeah, but yeah, I guess after that cookout scene, um, I think it was pretty funny. Again, we hear them talk about sex as it was Trey as a kid, and now we hear about Trey's first sexual experience. Oh, flexing in this nigga. <laughs> you I love this scene. Bro. You think he was flexing? You think he, he was real about he, it? No, he's. Dude, he, he who no he was like I'm, I might I might have skipped it. He was talking you talking when he was talking to the daddy, right? Yeah, when he was doing. No, he said haircut. he was flexing. Remember? Because you remember he was in the car with, with Ricky and saying, "Hey, I, I, what was I gonna tell my dad? I had to tell him something." He was flexing. He made that shit up. He made that. He made that shit up. I remember that. I love it. This one of my. I'm pretty. If I'm lying, I'm. I remember he made that shit up because he trying to make Ricky, his bro. dad feel good. Like, I mean, we've all done that. Okay, so your kid is 18. Do you want him to have a sex story for you? Do you want him to at least have a sexual experience? Are you happy about it? It ain't but what? It's not. No, I don't want you like, little nigga, you better have a sex story. No, it's not that. It's just, (laughs) if I know my son was out here capable of getting some as a man and he's a man, I'd be like, okay, I did my job. Part Mm -hmm. of my job. Mm -hmm. He got the game. I think it's important to know, you know. At this point, you know, Trey's a little older. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might want to go back to, to what you used to know, but it's kind of weird because I guess his mom kind of wants him back in an odd way. It's like I'm, I'm about to graduate high school. You can't have me back. I am literally for the world. I'm about to go to college. She must have had a boyfriend. It was I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <there>. but, <laughs> See, that's why y'all need a boyfriend, ladies. A but, husband. But Trey, he really decided that he didn't want to go back to he live with his mom. Which, I feel you. I've done this for the past seven years. And I'm trying I think to once you, I think once you get past... Um, I think Furious was hard on them, real hard on them at first. And then once you get older, as all parents do, they loosen up a little bit. So once you get a loosened up dad... You're pretty much a roommate at this point. So, yeah, I'm good. I got it. I'm chilling, fam. That nigga still I don't want to go back with your nagging ass. Why that nigga still look the same, though? That nigga looks still the same. I was like, bro, y'all could have threw some gray on that man. <laughs> like, yeah. Angela Bassett still look the same. Right, but listen, that black don't crack. Inset the 
teenagers. Well, they got a cripple a little bit, though. Golly. Listen, man, my mom looked the same when I was graduating high school as she did when I was, what, seven. I guess, I guess. It, it it just be different ages. Like some, well, sometimes you can just stop some age. I was like, so I want one gray hair <laughs> on your something. chin. This nigga look the same age as he does. I was like, <laughs> but go ahead. Continuing on with the timeline, basically, like I said, Ricky's story is pretty important. So now we're learning that, uh, now we're pretty much, you know, getting a look into his household, which I don't know, I ain't gonna lie, kind of depressed me a little bit, kind of made me a little sad just to see, you know, what he was up against, I would say. Um, like, I, like I said, you know, he already has a son, mm -hmm. uh, baby moms, which I guess everybody's staying at the mama's house, which is normal. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, so, he has a recruit, a football recruit coming to see him because, mm -hmm. like I said, he does crazy in football in high school. So a uh, football <laughs> recruit comes to see him um, and he's just chopping it up with him while they're looking at some highlight film. And uh, I think it was really important because, you know, he really talked about wanting to, um, you know, really wanting to be a star. So huh, back then you had to go to college to do that first, right. first and foremost. So... In order to get to college, he let him know that he had to have... Ooh, what was the fucking score he had to have? I didn't put the score on here, but he had to pass the SAT, of course, with like the most bare minimum score, which was probably like a 700 or something. I forget what the number was, but it was a very low number compared to the shit that I had to score to get into college in 2013. You but that's neither here. I wanted to be a regular nigga. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So, um, now Ricky knows that he has something to do in order to get uh, you know where he wants to go so now he has a driving force of course it makes him a little nervous which I think is pretty cool how they go straight into the SAT SAT scene right after that so uh, you get to see all of the students taking their tests um, you know putting the emphasis on Ricky because you know you need to pass this shit right, you so got a kid. Uh, I guess we keep that testing shit Keep that because that's important Put that down the line. Yeah, Put that in your pocket because it's important down the line. Mm -hmm. um, somewhere out of nowhere, you know, Trey and uh, Ricky, they're having a good little drive. I th think they're going to meet their dad somewhere or something like that. Like, yeah, I think so. This nigga is just want to start talking about uplifting the community out of nowhere. Yeah, but that's a <laughs> that's a powerful scene. It man. was. It that definitely was, and it was scene. very needed. Um, I think the old guy that's in that scene with him is actually the guy who's on the TV show Fred Sanford as his friend. Mm -hmm. like, I, I know, yeah, yeah, very recognizable face. Yeah. But he basically just wanted to have a talk with some of the people that was there listening to him in the community about uh, gentrification. I think. Mm -hmm. Gentrification about how he feels the government puts black people against each other and also treating. Uh, and also how they tear down the community with like drugs, police brutality and stuff like that. Basically kind of highlighting that, hey, it's y'all government that's doing this shit to y'all. Open up your eyes, wake up and smell the coffee. So I think that was a pretty decent scene. Of course, for Trey and Ricky, it might be a little too deep for them. So like, they will ride back. They probably ass, like, man, I'm on, trying to man. go fuck some, drink what some, smoke doing, some. Bro. What's up? <laughs> what you doing? I'm trying to do some ass. Get going with that bullshit, daddy. So we go straight to that scene of niggas having a fun night out, mm -hmm. which I guess back then you said it was a skating rink. 
I don't look like niggas just used to be in a niggas just used to be in the parking bro. lot. That's like that's just outside on the street, bro. I don't do niggas remember. still do that? Sit in the parking lot, parking lot. What was it called? Parking lot pimping mm-hmm. or some shit like that? Yeah, I think niggas do it. Yeah, yeah. Niggas gas to, station pimp now. You ever go to the cookout off North Avenue? Niggas <laughs> at, at, cookout pimping. Niggas just be sitting outside. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the cool thing, man. That's where you catch all the ladies. But yeah, they basically just you want you know what I'm saying want to go have a nice night out, mm-hmm. um, enjoy friends and shit like that. But of course, niggas always want to beef. Niggas go nig. And Doughboy is a nigga that has a lot of beef in the streets. Mm-hmm. So I think they see some ri- a rival gang or something like that. Even though Doughboy, they not in a gang. They just claim they little family and they little territory or whatever. But looks like a gang. Though. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a fucking gang. If it looked like a gang, sound like a gang, quack like a gang. It's a fucking gang. 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 Right. <laughs> but That's yeah. Them niggas just started Shoot. going crazy, talking that shit. And you know. You talking your shit, you ain't got the gun on you, at least I don't see it. So I ain't think you doing nothing, so I'ma just stay out popping my shit, popping my shit out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, behind look quick behind the scenes <laughs> niggas uh, is on running. that, bro. Uh I forgot who said it. It might have been Ice Cube. It mm-hmm. might have been I can't remember who it was. But actually behind the scenes talk on that was some niggas down the street that wasn't involved with the movie actually started shooting. So when you see niggas oh, running, oh, these niggas God. is actually running. But they said, keep that shit rolling. They said, kayaka, kayaka, kayaka. <laughs> but they kept that shit rolling, bro. So that's wild. I didn't, you know, like when you when you shoot movies like that Friday, that's tough. Because it's not like today. But like when you shoot movies like that on Friday and they don't really know who you are, that got to be tough. Especially in like mm. L.A. and California. But that's a side note. That makes sense. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, continuing on with the story, so of course everybody gets scared, everybody running, ah! going crazy As and shit. Should. Niggas go crazy and run. So that's the end of that night. You already right. know how that goes. It's time to go back to the crib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the night is over. So uh, let me see. After that, I guess it's important to note that that is a developing thing. Remember those faces that was on the other side of that gun. Right. Them niggas are the opposers. These are your ops. That's These the op. are the niggas that you want to stay away from. Keep them niggas in mind throughout niggas this movie. Niggas love that ops word, bro. Niggas, <laughs> you are that op. shit came out of nowhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, I think it's even in, more interesting. You had a police scene when he was a child. And them niggas just trying to get home. Right. Get stopped by the police. And now they being racially profiled. Now the gun all up in his face and shit. Niggas just trying to invoke fear on my niggas. They just trying to get home. They ain't did nothing wrong. But just another uh, another way to highlight just what's going on. I think it's important to see that. So yeah, yeah. that's some more unfortunate shit. I be getting scared anytime I see a boop. Anytime behind me, I just don't have time, especially in this day and time with what niggas mm-hmm. is doing. I don't have the time. I, the police officers behind me, I bet they want to pull my ass over because I go so goddamn slow. And they behind me. They be like, nigga, pull your ass over. So we are driving Miss Daisy. You are going too slow right now. <laughs> my stepdad actually got a ticket for going too slow back in the day. <laughs> so it's possible. Hell no. So, my, 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 my funniest scene, the shit that makes me laugh every time, Trey has had enough. I now am ready 
to to grow and to leave this place Mm -hmm. everything that comes with south central la i can no longer be a part of my heart and soul is ready to move i'm gonna go to my girl's house and punch the air very it was only funny for me because of another movie that I saw. That's do, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like when we started in the beginning, this doesn't seem like the same young man that they were talking about. Hey, how you get this soft, nigga? You supposed to be shooting niggas. He, that's, that's what I thought. He was. Come on, man. Now you soft and now you crying and you damn punching the air. That's Listen, why I say that. Punching the air. The mm-hmm. way he was punching the air. Now, if he was doing that shit in like some Floyd Mayweather, like some real combos, okay, you got it. This nigga was whop. Whop. He wasn't really. Was he punching and just throwing his arms? I can't even call that punching. That bro. nigga was throwing his arms. <laughs> and I could only imagine Neil Long sitting there just like, what in the you know what he looked you like? Doing? You know what he looked like? He looked like one of them little blow up things in front of the car dealerships. <laughs> The, new, the inflatable man. Yeah, that's, I was like, what is this? I love you. But you know what's so funny about this shit, man? The things that niggas do to get themselves into some pussy. Oh, yeah, he did that. <gasps> I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to cry my way. You're not slick, Trey. I see no. you, Trey Styles. Shit I see your style. That shit don't work today, though. You crying your way into some coom, my nigga? I'm glad it worked for him, but that nah. thing worked today. Don't try that, y'all. Don't, don't try this at home. It won't you're work. You're not going to get none. You're going to be called a biatch. I was going to give him some, but now he got to go. He started crying like a bitch. So, yes, this nigga gets in there from fucking crying. Ain't that some mm-hmm. shit? So, um, it's interesting, like I was saying earlier about Trey not wanting to go back with his mom after that phone call. Now, she's trying to really get him back for real, for real. And I think it was good that they had a coming to realization moment that, hey, my son, our son, is now a man. Like, what purpose will it serve if he comes back with you? I've already taught him all of this man shit. And he's about to go to college, not in the, not in this city. Why? Why? What? What are we? What are you even talking about? What is this time, dinner bro? for? That's just wasting time. I wouldn't time. even have accepted the dinner. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's a waste of time at this point. Like, it's like. But see, I, I think that is a big problem in our community. She heard things like, I'm going to come back and get you when I when I, I go to college and get this big house and do all this and do all that. Mm-hmm. That showed you how long it took for you to get all that bullshit that you said you was going to get. Yeah. You got it, and he old as fuck now. Yeah. But that's a whole nother subject. It's a whole nother topic for another show. <sighs> so, of course, they come to terms that, hey, Trey is, uh, Trey is damn near a grown man. Now, ain't nothing I can do about it. You just have to accept that. Mama got to a point of realization. She cool now. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. <sighs> now we get to the climax of the movie, man. This is where the saxophones go in full blast. So we having a regular day. The SAT scores are supposed to be coming back sometime by mail in that day. We know it's supposed to be coming soon. Um... Everybody sitting outside, chilling. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the shit that I that resonated with me the most. This is probably the shit that felt more the most real that I just felt was the most genuine out of the whole movie when they was this whole just the whole ending part, the whole last act. So they sitting at the house chilling and you see the ops in the red car. First of all, you see him go by. All right. Of course Doughboy's on the lookout. But they keep going. All right. 
I'm on the lookout. Do some shit like that. Don't do some shit like that. What's up, dog? Ricky and Trey want to go to the store. (laughs) Ricky and Trey want to go to the store. I want some Fritos. And some fucking cornbread or some shit like that. Milk. I I forgot milk. I forgot what it was. They look like they some Fritos niggas, though. Some shit you could have waited around for. But he had to go to the store. Yeah. Of course, Trey is going to accompany him to the store because these streets is wild. You my boy. Let's mm-hmm. go. Get his shit out the store. Got him a little scratch off. They hit the corner. They see the car. Mm. Ice Cube, they did cut another scene of Ice Cube realizing that them niggas are kind of in the same location. So they ride out. Yeah, that, that Man. Shit can change in a split second. So they see the ops. Mm-hmm. Saxophone music is going crazy. You see the ops. He look at him. He say, man, what we going to do? You going to hit this corner. We going to hit this corner on my move. One, two, go. So they go. They, yeah. They get away at one point. They scram. Right. We think, okay, two niggas going in separate directions. One car. You're not going to get, you're not going to find us. It's not mm-hmm. going to work. Right. Uh-uh. Them niggas somehow end up in one alley. Well, no. Yeah, they end up in the alley. Tracy's my boy. He all of a sudden has to stop and take a piss. Fam, why did you have to stop and take a piss? Keep going. Niggas are trying to kill you right now. All right, go home. Piss on on yourself. yourself. That's what I'm thinking. Piss on yourself. Get home. Explain it. The ops see your ass in that alley. I want to point this out because I feel like Hollywood has severely dropped the ball as far as CGI and special effects. I don't know how that gunshot looked so real, so vivid, so disgusting. And I feel like we can't get good CGI like that today. I think it's something to be said for, okay, of course... Like I said, the op saw him, now he gets shot. And he gets shot in the most dramatic fashion. But the special effects made that shit look... It just looked real. And I, I, I don't see that nowadays. Everything is too clean. It, it it's too clean not, and digital. Everything is too clean. Everything is digital. That, that, that's all. That's pretty much it. I feel like there was so much more creativity back then and just how you had to figure things out. I promise you, you see that nigga Ricky get shot. Ricky! Mm-hmm. You see him get shot right there. And you're like, fam, we're not getting special effects in blood and guts like this now no. unless you look at Saw. Them not them like the only niggas that's thinking about how to do that shit for real, for real like that. But other than that, mm-hmm. it's too digital. But <sighs> going back to that, my boy is shot. Sad, bro. Sad. Sad as shit. I ain't even going to. I'm not going to cap. Every time I see that movie, that the last act is the only. <laughs> I really may skip to the end of the movie just to see it. Or if I tune in to the movie on TV, I'm waiting for the end because that's the part that really just tuggles with my heart. You know what, though? And then now that you say that, and I've seen it for a couple of times, like, I cannot, like, for nothing, I can't see how people could share the picture of that brother with that gun hanging out of that car. Or wear a shirt with that brother with a gun hanging out of It's a movie character. He's an op. But it's like, But that was a good you? shot as far as, like, cinematography oh, no, goes. Right, 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 right. That's but a shot. The idea that he shot that guy, I couldn't wear a t-shirt. I couldn't wear a shirt with mm. that brother. He's something that is. Yeah. And yeah. it's very popular. There's memes and shit. So it's very popular. But yeah. Yeah. 
<sighs> but at this point, it's pretty sad, of course. So they get back. I think it's really crazy. Of course, Doughboy and them, they pull up right on time afterwards. And so not it's on too time. Late. <laughs> too um, late. And it's crazy how they just had all the blood and shit dripping in the car and then they get in the house. That shit was crazy. To me, yeah. That was such a real scene in that it was just so much noise. They didn't make a concentrated effort to say hey you should say this line right here no. you should you should scream here you do this no it's just loud ass people because that's genuine uh-huh. somebody just came in my house dead this is my son you're laying him out on my couch i don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. these this kid <laughs> this kid don't even know Good what the fuck the kid doing just cry because you hear loud noise, because which is perfect the mom keeps blaming um doughboy you right. did it you did it right and then it's sad Can't that say right at that moment you see that that SAT score was like 10 or 20. It was, I think it was like 10 points over that bare minimum that he needed. So he barely passed and he would have went to college, which that shit yeah, yeah, hurt the fuck out that of stings, me. Bro. That stings. So, of course, we go into Doughboy. You know you got to get revenge, South Central LA. Niggas kill your niggas. You got to you gotta one up. So um, Doughboy and them, they were trying to go back to get them. And mm. Trey thinks he wants to go do it. Which, if he was in his kid form, he probably would have finished right. that thing out. But right. he puts it out halfway into it, halfway on the way, which made sense. Well, because of understood. the daddy, right? Because of the daddy. The daddy, right. he, the daddy stopped him. He was going to get the gun, keep intercepting him going out the door. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you know you're not about to What are you doing? Why are you doing? You're going to be no worse. You're going to end up just like him. Right. So. Stayed, he left, uh, he left from Doughboy and them, <sighs> went back home, and now, you know, Doughboy and them, they kill them, you know, they get their shit, they get their revenge, they make uh-huh. it happen, and then, uh, pretty much, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the end, from there we go into the scene where, um, they kind of sum everything together, Doughboy has his talk with, with Trey, um, either they don't know, they don't show. Or they don't care about what's going on in the hood. <laughs> that that made Cube that made Cube a star right there. It that, did. That was that the that was him, the line. That made him an actor right there. And then I think it was real cool how they had uh right at the very end, you know, they just showed what everybody did. So I think Trey went to Morehouse, uh Neil Long's character went to Spellman, um, Doughboy got killed two weeks later. Mm. <laughs> I said, damn, they had Doughboy walk into into the abyss. He did that shit that that nigga do on the meme. Mm-hmm. He disappeared, and they said he was gone two weeks later, damn. which makes perfect sense. Because it literally, I feel like living in South Central was just an ongoing, you kill my people, I got to kill one of your people. To one up you, I got to kill your people. And it just keeps going. Yeah, now his character from a young age was the most... Fluent, like consistent, because mm-hmm. even when he was a young cat, he was fighting older niggas for the basketballs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he, I think, as a kid, he was the most consistent. So yeah, you saw that coming. So pretty much to wrap out that movie, that's I mean that's how it ended. Listen, yeah. man, that's Boys in the Hood. Yeah. I'm not gonna cap to you. This next segment might be a little short on my end, cause I'm not well versed on that soundtrack. I do no. know I like Me the either. I like the Tony 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 song that yeah. they play. What's the name of that one? No no way. Way. I don't know the yeah, that's the only one I I see that a lot on Pandora. <laughs> that's, that's what I know. <laughs> but other than that, I I, I did enjoy 
Uh, Ice Cube has a he has a really good ear for like movie songs. Whenever they play his songs, like at the end of the John Singleton films, they fit perfectly. So, uh, what was that song I played the intro to the podcast? Welcome to South Central, mm-hmm. South Central LA. Yeah, because the I movies like that. are based. It has that bomb. It's based on his, it's on his life. He, he, he's making music on his life. Right. The movies are made around his life, so it can't help but the clash. Right. Um, shit, you got any soundtracks? Favorites? No, I don't, but I do have another <laughs> black fact to add to oh, the end. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Okay, so one of the ops that actually shot Ricky is an actor named Lloyd Avery Jr. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Avery Jr. was arrested and charged with a double homicide. Shortly after the movie, right now here you go. He was sentenced like he was sentenced to life in prison. Right, while he was in prison, he died on September the fourth, two thousand and five, in California after being after being beaten and strangled to death by another prisoner. So that brother's gone. Been dead since two thousand and five. How the fuck do you do a movie and live the life of the movie? From what I'm looking at, just continue to act and make money. Damn what, it! But from what I looked at his IMDb page, and it looks like all the movies were John Singleton films. So it, it was like poetic mm-hmm. justice. So he might have just been one of them cats who kind of came off the just street. Just had a little connection. So it wasn't yeah. that. I think his last movie was like a movie called Right. So it was like a hood shit. It makes sense. But still. Yeah, he was about that life. So that Shit, you got that any, you got any favorite lines? Mm, do I have a favorite? It's just the, the movie. Man, this is not a favorite line. But there's one scene where Doughboy is a kid. He's getting ready to leave. The mom said, "Where your fat ass going? You ain't got a job. Oh my God. <laughs> you ain't got a job." And I'm glad that we're going, going. I'm glad we're going with ridiculous lines because mine's is so stupid. <laughs> when they was at that scene at the skating rink with the, with the shootout, uh-huh. listen when um when somebody was saying, "Huh? Why we always gotta do this? Why we always?" Ice Cube said, "Shut up, bitch." bitch. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I cannot fucking delight of you. <laughs> They do not have that gif on the internet, bro. Cause every time I read something stupid, I think of, I think, shut up, bitch. But I cannot find it, bro. He said, shut up, bitch. I said, oh. I cannot find it, bro. Who is he talking to? Was he even talking to Regina King? I think so. I said, fam. Oh, it might not have been her. I think it was somebody else. Another, another dark skin actress. But and I say this too, since we brought that up. This movie was the movie that he worked on that actually inspired him to go right Friday. John Singleton said if you okay. can write a rap, you can write Friday. He went and mm. did that. That's why you notice Regina King is also in Friday. Mm. Interesting. You gotta See, put, make you that come connection. with damn black facts at the you end. That's some shit. No, I just wanted to wait to the end of that. <laughs> Specifically, the guy that was with the gun. I wanted to yeah. kind of let that at the end. But yeah. I know. It's all good. All right. But shit. I'm fulfilled, man. Yeah. Episode three of Black. Oh shit, is this three? Was this it four? is three. This is three. three. Episode three of Black. <laughs> Listen, when you have so much shit going on, you can kind of get especially a little lost nigga. in yeah, the sauce. This nigga. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in to Blastic. Listen, man, we got some more good blastics coming on the way. And as always, um, if you guys want to hear any specific reviews, if y'all want a specific review on a specific blastic a little sooner than we might think of it, listen, email us at wimbstudios at gmail.com. We will happily review these blastics for y'all. Yeah, man, we are here to serve you guys. 
What's in my bag? I love doing this shit so much. Man. I like it too, man. I love doing I like this shit. It. I'm glad we're doing this shit. But I'm good, man. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm saying get out of here, but I'm at home. <laughs> I'm ready to go into the living room. We out, man. <laughs>